0: What's happening everyone, thanks for dropping in on our 98th episode of Health Unchained. We're excited to be close to the number 100 mark. It's interesting to have seen the evolution of this growing industry develop over the last eight years or so. There's clear evidence that we can expect to see more innovative solutions leveraging the abilities of blockchain technology over the coming years and decades. However, the term blockchain may not be the focal point of the conversation. However, terms like DAOs, NFTs, tokenomics, privacy, and security will be used to show the purpose and applications of blockchain technology. And everything in health will feel gamified to some degree. There will be thoughtful business model incentives that can better align all the stakeholders in health, science, and medicine. In this interview with Anthony Diaz, founder and CEO of Health Hero, we discuss the opportunities to monetize the data that people create in their daily lives. HealthHero has created a gamified wellness platform where people can turn their valuable health data into rewards. HealthHero works with employers to develop employee wellness programs and can integrate with Microsoft Teams, Epic, Cerner, and Slack. You can find their website by going to gohealthhero.com. I hope you find these episodes insightful and fun to listen to. I would like to thank my supporters, listeners, and new editor, Amplify Media, for helping to streamline some of the work it takes to publishing a podcast. If you are interested in ways to support the show, you can email me at ray at Make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. Remember, the Health Unchained podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only, and we are not providing any sort of legal, financial, or medical advice. Please do your own research and due diligence before making any important decisions related to these matters. And now, let's get to the show. Hi, I'm your host, Ray Dogan, and welcome to Health Unchained. On this show, I'll be speaking with healthcare entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and executives who are using blockchain technologies to revolutionize healthcare. These innovators are building the distributed infrastructure and diverse communities required for a trusted, secure, and decentralized healthcare ecosystem enjoy the show
1: what is blockchain the doctor will see you now
0: welcome to health unchained the only podcast in the world specifically focused on health and wellness applications using blockchain technology our guest today is anthony diaz founder and ceo of health hero whose mission is to improve the lives of millions of employees and their loved ones by gamifying their health while also integrating telehealth services into the platform. Anthony, thank you so much for joining me today. How's it going?
1: Good. Great to be here, Ray. Yeah. Thanks for the time.
0: I appreciate it too. Let's just dive right in. So can you give the audience a background of yourself and maybe your career so far?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm New Yorican. I was born and raised in New York, Brooklyn. My parents were born in Puerto Rico. So my dad benevolently cared for a generation that typically gets forgotten, which was he was a nutritionist and dietitian for a nursing home. Grew up very spiritual with spiritual parents, grew up heavily in the church, got to see health from two dynamic angles from a spiritual standpoint, from a nutrition standpoint. The way I was brought up kind of shaped a lot of what we're doing today. So I grew up at a time in Brooklyn where before the avocado toast and everything was cool and hipster, it was dangerous when I grew up. And so most of the time was spent, even though I went to a private school, I was playing with toys, playing with video games a lot, reading a lot of comic books, a lot of manga. So a lot of the kind of internal universe things in my head. But I was always obsessed with the combination of converging, you know, fiction, games, and health into, into one element to make people healthier. Just because I saw my dad do that, right? So saw my parents do that and help anyone that needed help around. And I was motivated by my father and my mother to do information technology out of school, built and coded claim systems for the largest managed mental health care company at the time. And you could imagine, you know, along the way... Uh, wow, yeah, I lost my dad to heart disease. And that was really impactful. in My life that put a big fire in the belly was in the corporate world for a while. This is my third company. You know, at the end of the day, it's just about making people healthier. We've done it a lot. And we we are set to do it even more. And it's it's beyond a business at this point. It's a it's a social impact movement. It's we're obligated and convicted to set up a a social impact service utility for countries around the world. And that's just the blessing to keep doing what we're doing in the most fun way possible. So
0: Thanks for sharing all that. I appreciate that story. And it's interesting you mentioned how spirituality has sort of guided you towards this path as well. Because in healthcare, typically, at least in the Western part of the world, spirituality is not part of the vocabulary, really. We we focus on the objective, what drugs are working, how treatments work, different types of requirements in that sense, but not so much spiritual sense. So I appreciate that. How did you first hear about blockchain technology?
1: You know, I've been a software architect for almost 20 years. I mean, off and on, but the the essence always still is in your DNA. It's in your bloodstream on architecture, information technology. I've just been obsessed with IT systems and architecture for a long time. So if you can imagine back in 2000 really probably about 2012, 2013, I started digging into a lot more. and started realizing the benefits of what blockchain could do for data. If you apply the right encryption standards, if you apply the right consenting mechanisms and flow and user experience, what could that do for almost like inverted systems that have been around for a long time with supply chain? What can you do with it with healthcare records and things like that? So, Roughly 2017, we started looking at just seller blockchain and what would that look like for well-being aspects, what what could and should be on chain, off-chain and, and things like that. So just been always studying it from all different types of angles. We think it's beyond a societal evolution. It's it's just something greater. You know, we think that it's it's something that all organizations, all societies will eventually evolve to in terms of architecture. It just has to be done right. The right pieces need to be in place, you know. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. And along the way, there'll be many failures and and challenges, but I think that's all part of the learning process. So let's talk about Health Hero. And when did you found the company? And let's talk about some of the products um, that you have at Health Hero.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we've been around for roughly about, you know, we've launched officially, I would say probably around 2017. And our official product, is that we're a digital health engagement platform, right? And what does that all mean? And essentially, it's just a digital software way of ensuring that people can get rewarded and recognized for their healthy behaviors. So what healthy behaviors? Well, it depends on the organization we're working with, the organization's goals or the community's goals. We're supporting 11,000 organizations and communities around the world. We distribute heavily through Microsoft, Salesforce, and Slack, and predominantly now Discord as well for the community aspect. But all of those partners, all of those, you know, being an ISP for all of them. We have global distributors that distribute our product as well. So just think about all those fun and game elements and all of that dopamine you got from playing games and video games or mobile games on your phone, or whatever, and taking all of that feeling and embedding them and attaching them to real world health activity, not just Apple Health, Google Fit, all the different 50 IoT devices, but we track nutrition, we track spiritual health, we track mental health, and we make it fun, simple, rewarding. And it's very easy to engage, right? So as we speak, there's statistically speaking, there's a new company that just downloaded us for Microsoft Teams. They'll use the product for like 10 users and they'll most likely pull out their credit card, pay us via Stripe to to upgrade. It's a beautiful cash cow business. You know, it's it's good to have that product. And all we did is we said, you know, what if the gamification items that we have were decentralized and 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 limited? And would that provide value? And the answer was yes. And so that's exploded us into this new. Area of web three, so you would consider us kind of like web two point five you know've been hearing that term a lot so
0: yeah, and what you're doing now it sounds like is something a lot of companies have been trying to do some successfully some unsuccessfully, but I know it's been a challenge and you said you have eleven thousand users or, or companies
1: no we have yeah two hundred and twenty thousand users not to date the podcast but eleven thousand organizations and communities that we support around the world all of those are not paying but You know, the the benefit at the end of the day is a decentralized healthcare record, something that's more modern. You see what's happening with like Oracle and Microsoft and, you know, a lot of these infrastructure pieces are centralized, but to truly have an encrypted consenting, you know, Web3 version of Apple Health in your pocket, let's just say, right? So that really serves you when you go to your doctor. So you're not having to worry about your memory and the the notes you took about your ailments from three years ago. You got to have it in your pocket. It's got to be decentralized. And uh, there's a strong data element of what we're doing. Everything gets processed through machine learning, deep learning. We have 4 billion plus data points at the end of the day. We're bringing also on top of our health engagement, modern health plans, reimbursement for healthy food. So that kind of, I'm sure you have questions about like our token and our NFTs and things like that. Back at the end of the day, you know, health insurance wouldn't be, if it didn't exist, we wouldn't invent it as a society. You know, that's the concept of where we're arriving to. So so yeah, that's a little bit of retraction, four billion plus data points. It serves into an algorithm and essentially, not to get into geeky health insurance speak, but optimal health insurance actuarial models that are far superior than the United's and the Humanas have out in the world, which is why these carriers want to work with
0: us. So wow, that's that's really amazing. And you mentioned NFTs and I know that's part of the platform as well. Do you want to talk a bit about how you've incorporated NFTs and why users find them valuable?
1: Yeah. So, you know, what what services are really good at use cases. You know, when you have gamification, you have social elements, when you have the sense of ownership, when we're talking about health, there's very few sectors of industry where ownership as a concept is so fundamental to our life, such as our health. Record Our health record is kind of like a, an element or a persistent set of data that supports our life, what's been going on in our life, right? So health to own, health to earn, you know, the NFT concept really applies great where our NFTs are. The front-facing element is like a fun gamified baseball card or Pokemon card of what you've been doing fitness-wise. You know, nothing super personal, nothing HIPAA violating that you can display there. It's just fun. It's like your baseball card on the back end, right? It's, it's, it's party in the front business in the back right so on, on the, in the health record side it's all of your health information you know encrypted and it's something for you to consent on no different than when you add like your facebook login into something and you have consenting rights and privileges your dentist doesn't need to know your heart history from probably 20 years ago but maybe your heart surgeon does need to know what's been going on with your heart the last three years you know, enabling that is really important. So the NFT element also, NFTs are kind of just like modern, you know, club passive, right? So for us, our NFT collections will serve how much healthy you could stake and earn. So for us, the more, if you own two of our NFTs, one is a GoBot parcel plan in our 2D metaverse. If you own our WNFT, which is a wellbeing NFT, you'll be able to stake a certain amount of healthy and get unlimited telehealth, unlimited mental health. So we're talking about modern health plans, the more higher you are in the club, right? And then you get to get reimbursed for healthy food, right? You take pictures of your receipt. You submit those to Health Hero, whether you went to Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Safeway, Publix, wherever. Submit that. Your oranges and your apples and your kale are going to get reimbursed, not your popcorn and your chips, right? So, Good healthcare around the world, undebatable. Kind of like spiritual virtues, right? There's, you know, we're not, we don't get into religion and all that stuff, right? But if you abstract spirituality to its core, you know, hope, love, joy, peace, all these spiritual virtues are undeniably, undebatable, non-controversial. They're well understood. Everyone needs hope. Everyone needs love. Everyone needs joy. So. Promoting those things are really important. And on the flip side, it's undebatable that fruits and veggies are far more superior. <laughs> Raw food is far more superior than processed food, even though we have the munchies a lot of the time. So that's how the NFTs work. It's like a staking system. So the question comes back to a consumer and just, you know, that a seven-year-old or 77-year-old can understand, would you do 100,000 steps in a month, give information about your nutrition and spiritual health for the ability to have unlimited telehealth for you and your family, man, mental health for your family, reimbursed $25 to $75 a week for your healthy food. And if you're staking a certain amount of our healthy token, which is the name of the token we're launching, you know, could you get another $300 to $1,000? There's some play to earn projects out there that are really promising a lot and setting really bad expectations of like earning a lot. And then, you know, the last probably couple of months, those economics are kind of coming to a, uh, to a point but the way we've set it up you know we believe in sustainable service is not you know unsustainable tokenomics if you you know what i mean so yeah
0: yeah and that's something that's really interesting let's talk about the token because i'm curious about how the company hero health our health hero has been funded so far and then what's your plan for fundraising with the token
1: yeah, no, it's been a blessing. We have some of the best investors on the planet, right? And so we've got Polygon, Animoca, Blockchain Founders Fund, Sequoia Capital Scouts, like Light, Lightspeed Capital Scouts, some of the best angel investors and angel groups on the planet, money more to, to, to name. But yeah, so we've raised roughly about like 4.5, 5 million, roughly around there so far. And now we're doing a private token sale and it's going really well a lot of these investors that have been spraying a lot of investments across a lot of different token projects are coming to us now and be like hey look i heard about move to earn you guys are like help to earn The, the true iteration of what Move to earn should be i'm interested you guys have a lot of utility and so Right now, we're doing a private token sale, which is which is extremely beneficial because then we can do a strategic private token sale after this, if we so choose, or we can do a equity raise, you know, and so get the valuation of the company, you know, north of hundred million. Obviously, no promises. I don't want to take the podcast. All those numbers, <laughs> subject to you know you know ups and downs, of course. But yeah, that's a strategy. And then you know, entering a token into a system and utility like ours, we have strong distribution, strong clients, strong cash flows, highly scalable systems, lots of data. Happy users, and you know we've already tested out the concept of healthy using NFT collections as a proxy. Entering the token into that, right, and having strong partners, and just you know like Polygon, and Microsoft, Salesforce, those hit all the check boxes for us. You know this is my third business, so like, but you know, Warren Buffett kind of like old school, like build a business the right way kind of mental, like strong profit margins, strong cash flows, great user base. Enter a token into that, and have strong utility. That means something for everyone around the planet. This makes the ultimate conditions for uh, for launching a token. You know, God forbid, you know, it doesn't go the token doesn't go as high as we think it will. But it's just entering that into the system drives customer acquisition costs down, drives operations and marketing down. We have a developer fund today. We're ending off a game jam. So at the core, we didn't even talk about it. But our platform needs to enable game developers and software developers around the world to not just build their own health to burn games or move to earn, or play to earn type health games, but enable them to be end to end a fully launch path so they can launch their own token as well. So if we did our job right in the next 18 months, we would have launched 20 other health heroes today up to, the, you know, not, to, but we've got about seven game submissions and these are, these can turn into companies. So our ambition by the end of the year is to turn into sort of like a Y combinator for well-being as well and you know raise our own fund, kick that off of the development front from the tokenomics, right? And write 50000 dollars 150000 dollars checks to these, you know, two or three great professional game developers that are ready to go. And some of these products are greater and better than what we've seen on the, you know, in the move to earn space, you know, which was a great start, great to start, but you and I know, right? Health is so much more greater than people's steps. It's about where are you going with those steps? What are you doing purpose-wise? What are you doing spiritually with your steps? It's great. You did 10,000, 40,000 steps today, but do you help people? How's love in your life? How's joy in your life? How's hope? Are you restoring that for those around you that need that? That's where he does is much greater than just steps and health health stuff. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's really interesting. I think your company seems to be one of the ones that are getting pretty good traction, actually. So Applause to that. Great job. And I'm curious about the actual platform tech stack. So you have a gaming engine, it sounds like, and other other developers can build environments or build different games upon that engine. Which blockchain protocol is it based on?
1: Yeah, so Polygon. Yeah, Polygon's an investor. We're big fans of Polygon. We're also looking to do some loot in our metaverse and some other NFTs through Immutable and GameStop and a partnership we're working on there. Great, great infrastructure to build on, etc. Our tech stack, Node.js, you know, API. You know, think of us as like an open source, decentralized version of Nintendo just for well-being. I know that's like five words in a row, but what what would a Nintendo just for well-being look like in modern infrastructure terms? And obviously the Polygon elements and NFTs and the tokens would be part of that. And that's exactly what we are, you know, Postgres database, you know, typical kind of separation of different infrastructure pieces. The the game development APIs, we have those APIs, but then we have SDKs, you know, the game jam that we have right now is on Unity SDK. Full we'll release the GoDot versions of that. If you know WebGL, you can build off of it as well. So we start off with the proper ones. We'll also do another game jam here in probably another three or four weeks, and that'll have the Unreal Engine and the GoDot. We've got some great advisors, like the person that started GoDot. is an advisor for us. You know, we've got advisors from Top player to Earn Games infrastructure on our, on our advisory board, and so really blessed to have that. But infrastructure-wise, yeah, it, and it's a bot, right? So the bot is coded in machine learning and deep learning. So we code the bot once and deploy it many. So the bot that, when you get into our Discord server, you get into the application. Now we're going to copy and paste that dialogue of the bot, that smart dialogue onto WhatsApp, onto WeChat. And these are integrations that we get to bounty and compensate or make into competitions for the dev community out there. So... Collapses your roadmap when you enter in a token. It's like they say the the trifecta of of, of a token and NFT collections has marketing, operations, community management, building, and fundraising all rolled into one. And we're not just appreciating the notion of that. We've been appreciating that and actioning that, right? So, so yeah, that's technology-wise. I, I have a lot of fascination in architecture and building things scalably. Nice, nice and neat, curated, secure, most importantly, and then leveraging infrastructure from partners as needed, but also making sure that we're not trying to connect or collect uh, infrastructure partners like Pokemon as well, which a lot of startups do.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And there's you mentioned Game Jam a few times. Can you explain to the audience what that is?
1: Yeah. If you go to itch.io, itch.io. Itch.io, So best platform for launching a game jam. So game developers around the world are always looking for competitions on the weekend. You know, if you've ever heard of like a startup weekend concept or a hackathon, it's like, here's the game jam. And, you know, our first game jam up there, if you look for Health Hero is, you know, what can you build with our API? So we've taken everything in our infrastructure and we've made it inside out. So what is the world want to build with our lego pieces so our baseball card wnfts they have all the stuff that you and i did playing playing games and like hp xp and levels and hit points and charisma and everything but it's just connected to what you're doing in the real world if you're fasting it gets expressed there if you're uh, meditating yesterday it gets expressed there. steps etc so these developers are thinking of things that we didn't even think about we got like a rocket game a go-kart game and the movement is based on if you were sleeping well last night, if you were fasting, if you're in ketosis, if you're like, it's far fetched And then attention spans are really low. So they have to be very hyper-casual. You need to be able to play games with, you know, your thumb and one, the other hand in your pocket, right? That's how that's how our attention spans is, good or bad. That's just the way the world is. And the ability to play mini games on your platform will allow you to earn more tokens as well. But all of our games really short to play, but they're going to ask questions about you, Ray. They're going to ask, you know, how do you, how's your stress? How's your anxiety? How's hope in your life? Do you feel love? Do you feel joy? It's not going to bombard you with all those questions left and right, like a priest corners you on the corner of a street, but it's going to, we're going to start learning about you. And when we ask a question, our intention with our partners and what we bring into the experience is offering suggestions. If you feel you're not in the level you need to be, right? Stress, anxious, here, go here for a telehealth, see a doctor right now, mental health right now, don't have access to food or need a place to stay. Hey, look, based on the zip code you provided, you know, there's an opportunity to, there's a food kitchen around, you know, there's a place for, you know, if you're facing like domestic violence and things like that. So we're not afraid about getting into the serious stuff because most of the time, healthcare and hospitals are not situated to get into that serious nitty gritty stuff in a scalable, but engaging kind of community way. Sorry, you asked about the game jam and I'm, I'm bleeding into there, but it's all connected, right? Build a game, great. Build a game that saves, that, that saves someone's life so much better so much for fulfilling.
0: Welcome to the Health Unchained News Corner. One big area of community interest in recent years is DSI, which stands for Decentralized Science. Broadly speaking, it is a movement that's building momentum in the academic research and biotech industry, especially for longevity research projects. It is led by researchers and project funders under the governance of their unique DAOs, which stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization, if you didn't already know. You'll be hearing a lot about DAOs in coming years. DeSci is also getting major attention from venture capital firms seeking to help disrupt the traditional research framework models we see in academia and industry. Recently, a company called Molecule announced it raised $12.7 million in seed funding to build the future of decentralized science. The investment was led by North Pond Ventures and includes over a dozen other major funders. The company has close partnerships with VitaDAO and other leading DeSci groups. Specifically, Molecule is first focusing on fundraising and resourcing for research projects and issuing IP NFTs to secure the IP assets in the blockchain marketplace. The team has over 22 members distributed around the world and is passionate about making DeSci a reality. In the next episode of Health Unchained, I speak with Chief Product Officer of Molecule, Vincent Wesser, about the organization and what we can expect to see from the design space. I hope you enjoyed this news corner and check out the show notes for more information about Molecule's latest investment round. And now back to our episode with Anthony Diaz, CEO of Health Hero. A few more questions. So related to EMR integrations, how does that work? Because I know integrating with EMRs is a custom job depending on which health system you're working with so have you been able to do this in a scalable way and maybe any advice to or yeah let's just start there
1: yeah, you know, honestly, once you're technically understood, as long as you have a really good software architect in your team that you know the APIs, you know, RESTful architecture, all of that stuff, that stuff's the easy part. The hard part is the gritty part, of how relentless you have to be in following up with these partners to get your application, your integration line. It takes resilience. It's more administrative resilience and follow-up resilience. I think with Epic and Cerner, so Epic, Cerner, Microsoft Dynamics, Salesforce, Health Cloud, right, we've got that 92% coverage of health records, right? So in and out, consenting back and forth. We're always updating our application so it's consumer-friendly. My advice for people that are trying to integrate with these EHRs is make sure you're super clear on a white napkin what exactly the application wants to do, what value. Make sure you have a a user persona of who you're trying to solve a problem for. Make sure the architecture is well understood. Look at all the dominant EHR platforms and understand what are the greatest common factors and least common denominators from an architecture standpoint that you need things to flow in and out to. But then more importantly as well. Like, does it solve the problem? Does it work really well? And when you submit it, you just have to follow up. We have a concept that held here called C-Jump. C-Jump means I'm just going to jump on their calendar, right? So, so we get a name. So on at Epic or Stern, which is now owned by Oracle, we get a name, boom, they're not following up with us. We're going to send you a recurring meeting reminder and call it rude or not but you know it's just we're a startup so you know we don't we believe in the no regret framework if it was three weeks from now we're still at the same spot of approval for an app then that would be a regret but if someone responded didn't respond to jumping on their counter really that's good or bad these are technical though so i mean obviously they're going to decline and be like oh you declined well we got an answer though so it's just that a little relentlessness, a grittiness of of getting things across the line, and then when you integrate with those those elements and pieces, you know we're providing to those systems social determinants of health and physiological needs data that they typically don't have. Health engagement data they don't have. What one perceives as their own stress and anxiety and spiritual health that they don't have, right? So they need that data. They want that data. So
0: I appreciate that. So one last question before we sort of wrap up here, related to a patient owning their own data. I presume they're going to need a private key with Health Hero. Did you have you found a way to assist and support users? Because I know that's been a challenge for the crypto industry in general, just managing private keys.
1: Yeah, definitely the way we handle the private keys. And so yeah, we have unique identifiers in our system, and then those follow that user around. So you know, once we start building that social profile, it's almost kind of like a checklist that creates that private key and that unique identifier that they can opt into it's all rolls up to really our wnft at the end of the day the user doesn't need to make their wnft prop public or whatnot it doesn't need to show up on openc but once they own that that's kind of the index of it and then as they hit those check boxes and then you know as they own a gobot as well which is our parcel land so for those listening to this you know you need both NFTs in our system to start earning healthy. And then there's a lot of utility to owning that land as well. So you get to earn, you know, in-game items, in-game loot. You get to unlock a lot of creator economics and benefits. So if you go to city.gohealthier.com, we're in the middle of a, you know, really big influx of users coming to us right now. So the, the city is in the process of being sold out. So there's a combination of identification, evolution, as you own now parcel of land, now you own healthy as well. So we think people haven't figured it out solely because they think of it kind of in a one dimensional sense, you know, private, you know, private public keys has has such a multi-dimensional element to it that has to be thought through kind of left to right, up and down. So, so yeah, it's really, really exciting. We just released the unboxing element of it. So our little go bots, they kind of are very, you can see the kind of inspiration of where they've, they've come from, but people are starting to use them, put them on their photos as well. And um, really exciting stuff. And then our game developers are integrating those characters, into our games, and then also allowing interoperable assets. So ideally, you see a go-bot driving one of our go-karts, but we foresee hopefully in the next four to six weeks that a board ape is driving the same go-kart as as well.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun. Love that. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for your time today and talking us through Health Hero. Finally, what is a few ways that you stay active and exercise? How do you stay healthy? And then maybe any f- last few words to finalize this or to wrap up this podcast?
1: How I stay healthy, what makes me feel? I'm not perfect, right? But, you know, being in ketosis for me, at least 90% of the week, big difference, meditating, praying. I would say, you know, operating the way and there's how I want to, operate, then there's the way that God intends us to operate too. So I, I try and focus on, you know, whenever there's stress or anxiety, it's just like, what does God say about this, right? And that helps so much. And a lot of founders don't really talk about that. It's really pushed down and subtle and subconscious, kind of bring that to the forefront, lifting weights, play basketball, stretch, yoga, eat really well. You know, I'm really into minerals lately. So been taking c I've been taking, taking moss, a lot of turmeric, anti-inflammatory herbs. A lot of that stuff really keeps the inflammation down and just, you know, you're really... A diet that optimizes for neuroplasticity, as you know, as a founder in Web3, you know, you're always on. So you, you just always need to be able to think on the forefront and I need to kick off a little bit more. You know, I've decreased my caffeine intake, but uh, but all in all, it's we're, we're, having a, we're having a good time. All of us in the company kind of share the same ethos. We've lost family and friends to health-related things. And so the best way to honor people is just like live your life optimally. And it's so hard because we get in our own way, right, with our own willpower. But we have free will, you know, and as long as we can get over ourselves, we can help a lot of other people. So it's, uh, it's convicted based health is what we all really it as. So
0: that's fantastic. Again, thank you so much. And yeah. hopefully I'll love to have you back on the show in the future.
1: Absolutely. Right. Thank you so much. This was great. Appreciate what you're doing. Great job with the podcast. Love the guests that, you, that have been on here and this was great. Yeah. Really appreciate talking with you.
0: Hey, all you cyberpunk health warriors and nimble digital disruptors. Check out healthunchained.org and remember to subscribe to Health Unchained on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. Join the Health Unchained community on our telegram group t.me healthunchained. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends, your bosses, your teams, your students to listen and subscribe. Thank you.